It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. We say this every time now, but life is a coming a fast down that station. Rude. Woof, woof, pod dogs. Woof, woof, woof. You said coming. Why is that rude? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, should we just roll into it? Just like. Let's roll. Let's roll. Get this baby moving. All right. It's that time again, listeners. Another episode of I Don't Have Time to Game Anymore. We are your hosts as always. I'm David Fandalski and I'm joined by that rule breaker, that dirty little secret maker. He's a marriage maker. It's Jay Francis George. Woof, woof. Woof, woof. Woof, woof. Pod dogs indeed. And as you can tell by my little intro, there was a slight hint into um, some happenings that are happening <laughs> in Jay's personal life. Um, why don't you let the pod dogs know, Jay, what that news is? I got engaged and I've just put an offer in on the house. Congratulations. I want to say on behalf, I'm sure the pod dogs would agree, big congrats from myself and from the general pod dog, com- <laughs> pod dog community. <laughs> I knew they'd have my back. <laughs> if I don't speak on your behalf, then let us know if you don't wish me to pass on your congrats to Jay. Um, you can tweet us at IDHTTGA. <laughs> Just getting that in early. And, you know, it's good things are happening, Jay. She's going to be Mrs. I don't have time to game anymore, right? Yep. And in video game related news, I've also got engaged to an Xbox Series X. Because now, now I've got both consoles and playing the field. Yeah, that is true. I did have that on the agenda. It says, and you actually picked up a special edition, right? I think we let the listeners know last time, but how how is it in the flesh, Jay? Is it everything you hope for? Yeah, so I got the Halo Infinite special edition uh, Series X. Mostly, I didn't try and get it. It was just the only thing that had stock released, so I just grabbed it. To be honest, part of me thought I'd rather have the plain old black xbox because you know, it's, it's well why, it's, it's more neutral and if you if you have it on a you know in a filing cabinet in the front of your tv media system then you don't really want it to stand out but in the end it's quite subtle the um the sort of halo armor of effects around the xbox are pretty subtle so i was quite pleased with it yeah i didn't i when i was looking at it i didn't notice it you know it, it's not too brash it's not too in your face uh, no, here's my Xbox Series X. It's very, it's very. I think it's quite classy. Yeah, I think in, so. In in a way, you've you've got your Xbox. I mean, just before we move on, I just want to give my big news. You didn't ask my big news, which I have a dog. So woof, woof, I actually have a <laughs> <laughs> dogs indeed. I was thinking maybe she'll be the mascot for the pod, the official, like the the original pod dog. Yeah, she is the pod dog. And if we build up a fan base where we have multiple pod pod dogs, which I'm sure we do already, they're just very silent pod dogs. Yeah. Gu- guide pod every, dogs. Gu- guide, but every year, maybe my dog can lead like a big parade celebrating our podcast down the street <laughs> and all the, other pod, all the other pod dogs can be behind. But, you know, that's, that's um, something for the future. Let's move on to gaming before we stay too much in our personal life. But congrats again, Jay. I'm really pleased for you. And congrats to you, Dave. Oh, Very did, pleased for you. How did, <laughs> how did... I forgot to answer. How did you propose again? Was it a gaming theme proposal? No. Warthog by the... Warthog by the lake. <laughs> <laughs> what? Start firing the, the Gatling gun on the back. 
The, the turret, <laughs> just firing the turret in the air in celebration. <laughs> yeah. And then there's at the end there's a massive um there's a there's a there's a Zelda chest. <laughs> she opens it. <laughs> it's me making the sound effects next to her. <laughs> yeah. She opens it. <laughs> <laughs> she's like what what are you doing jay <laughs> hoping she'll get the reference <laughs> yeah anyway that's I'm seven minutes back, of dribble take, i wanted to kick things off with it's quite a substantial milestone in my opinion and that was the recent anniversary of the xbox which it's crazy to think in my mind like when i saw i was like how many I years? thought it was the anniversary of Halo. I thought the 20 year anniversary was Halo. No, no, no. Well, I guess it's both, right? Kind of. They both came out, you know, they both did come out at the same time. There was. So 2001? Was there. Mm. It's a 20 years. 20 years. Of, but 2001 since the Xbox. doesn't sound like 20 years ago to me. No, but it is. <laughs> but has it been? I guess we're, we're glad Microsoft decided to make a console. It's good for the industry, right? It is. The more consoles, in a way, the better. It becomes painful when there are amazing exclusives launched on both consoles, or or even three consoles. Because we're kind of like that now. If something came out on the Switch, it would have to be bloody good. But there would always be that temptation, wouldn't there? It would always be there. Right. It becomes a more expensive hobby. As part of the collateral damage... Sega went and sort of Xbox filled that Sega shaped void, I guess, and sort of like showed them how it was done. I mean, they it did help to have the the, the billions of money behind them. But Sega but, is still around, though. I feel like they, they yeah. publish one or two games. They do Yakuza, don't they? Yakuza, which is a big yeah, success this... actually. And don't they do Football Manager? Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying they're, to they're... think in my mind. Like, I'm trying to think of an Indian restaurant. Um... Uh, a, a metaphor, metaphor for, for the, it's like that you know like when you buy when you have the poppadoms and there's like the mint sauce and the mango sauce like those are your xbox and ps right yeah the the, you want that you want them there they both they're both banging they both add so much to the to the poppadom experience but there's always that little onion salsa disagree um, i love the ch- onions ch- that doesn't mix. work that doesn't work for me i love the onions no they're the lime pickle the hot stuff. The, line pickle. The, the hot, the hot so stuff, like- the hot fourth one. So every now and again, you like a little bit, but not too much. Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> there we go. We got it in. We got it in, pod <laughs> dogs. Um, taking a trip back to memory lane, just um, here's the list, Jay. I just want to get your thoughts on if any of these jump out on you. You know, just uh, going back in time, here are the top 10 selling original Xbox games. Hmm. Can you can you guess number one? Well, Halo. Uh-uh. No. Original Xbox games. What of all time? Yeah. Oh, is is it a Halo sequel? Yeah, Halo Two. Okay, well, come on. Okay, so in I just run through Halo Two, Halo Combat Evolved. Number three was Splinter Cell. Really? Fable. Yeah, for all-time best-selling. Which did you see? Me. Did you see they've made Splinter Cell: Chaos Theory free on PC? I don't know why. It was yeah. like a random Ubisoft sale. All I can hope is that means they're yeah. trying to get people yeah. hooked. Yep. And I, I, this I, I is was like, hoping that's a subtle nod to the fact that we are developing it. Right, like it's the, you know chucking a few breadcrumbs for the ducks, but then really you're trying to catch a duck to eat it. 
So, you know, <laughs> this is... <laughs> so Splinter Cell number three, Fable, Elder Scrolls Morrow- Morrowind, um, GTA 3 and Vice City and six. Seven, Need for Speed Underground, two. Rogue. Which seems a bit of a fraud, fraud in there. Uh, eight, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Nine, Project Gotham Racing. Great game. And 10, Dead or Alive 3. Uh, which ones jump out for you there, Jay? I know Halo obviously was uh, a milestone in, I guess, first-person shooter. But for me, like, just you mentioned back there, like Project Gotham Racing, I still have fond memories of watching you play that. Well, I think on... I think the interesting ones are the Xbox exclusives. So, for example, Need for Speed, that that's not an exclusive. And Elder, was it called? Elder Flowers? The Elder... Uh, yeah, Elder, Elder Scroll, the like, yeah, Skyrim whatever. guys. Um, again, not an exclusive, so it doesn't excite me enough. But Project Gotham was, because I liked Project Gotham because it was a spiritual successor to Metropolis Street Racer on Dreamcast. Do you remember Dreamcast, that? Dream, right. Yep. Yeah. And yep. that was, I loved that. So for them to be able to further develop it, that was great. Right. That was their Gran Turismo beta, I guess. But yeah, I no, had... I, wouldn't, I wouldn't compare it to Gran Turismo because if you compare it to Gran Turismo, I mean, Forza takes that place. It's a simulation game. I mean, the, the straight up Forza, this... not Forza Horizon. Am I making this up with Project Gotham? Did they have a unique yeah. gameplay element yeah. to do with kudos? Yeah, like, yeah, that's right. How you went about racing. It wasn't just finishing first, right? It was like drifting yeah. and stuff like that. Which is kind of in most modern racing games. So, for example, Forza Horizon 5, which I'm sure we'll which talk we'll about. Dis- which will, yep, yep, yep. Um, that has it as well. So if you drift around a corner, you'll it'll say, I think it even might call it kudos or style, and you get extra yeah. points for that. But uh, it, so was it was Metropolis Street Racer that sort of pioneered it. Yeah, it was definitely a um, you know trendsetter for the time, I guess. Yeah, that sort of it sort of leads us into with Halo Two being the number best selling <laughs> Xbox original game. There was a little surprise. Yeah, and it, it was a Halo Infinite surprise, and Best they surprise. slyly, actually on the anniversary, which I think was a great move. Yeah, and we should have really predicted they would do something like this, you know, to mark the anniversary. But they released the the multiplayer. Um, I guess they call it a beta, but they released the multiplayer portion of Halo Infinite early, yeah. which was a, a like I said, a great surprise to us all. I well, didn't expect it. Well, when was the, I can't think of a single time where a game was released early. Can you? That comes to my head. I read. Like, I read without, like, right as, as a surprise. That is that is a great question. I read that, and this is very interesting. That um, this is like a new era of games. In that, what's happening is publishers are trying to turn games into what they call a live service. What that means yeah. is th- there's not like a specific big release of a game. They just um, release like seasonal content, a bit like I guess Fortnite would be a considered a live service game, a- Apex Legends. And right. um, the idea I- is it's just like an ongoing IP that they add content to, and then you either subscribe in some way or pay for content. I, I think it's tied to the whole idea that they want a subscription-based model for things. And, right. and they're saying they're with with Halo especially, I think the campaign comes out December the 8th or something, but I'm not even sure if it's the full campaign, are you? Because it doesn't know. include the I co-op know, element of it. The co-op, which which I wouldn't play personally on my own, 
Mm. I'd wait for the co-op for me and you to to have a go at it. I, I think I'm going to enjoy it more as a as a multiplayer experience. I mean, we're we're at an age now with next gen where they can, especially for multiplayer, like single player. I feel like they're not really going to tweak it. It's going to be the finished product, and they're going to put it out. But multiplayer, you know, there's so many different issues like uh, with with multiplayer balance issues. Like even recently, they had Halo Infinite has this battle pass, which is all about customization, and there was a few. Um, disgruntled members of the Halo community which thought that it was a bit stingy with their rewards and how long it took to get them. Mm. So instantly they just went in, changed the code or whatever they do, whatever magic they do, and that based on that feedback, they just automatically you know, added an update and now it's been been addressed, which is a great, great way of doing things nowadays rather than just putting out a product and not touching it. It is crazy when you think about it because something like like Perfect Dark, for example, on the N64, when that was released, it had to be the final code. There was no updates. Right. So if there were any bugs, they effectively it would never stayed. be fixed. Which right. meant that their, their the quality si- control had to be a much higher. Right. And in a way, I guess you're sort of seeing games like this one. Like you said, they can afford to release them a bit earlier. Because if there are any issues, mm. like back in the day, they would have had to say, okay, this still isn't done. There's still a few bugs. But now they're like, okay, let's just release it. It seems fine. And we'll just fix it as we go. Obviously, you can't release a, a shit show of a game. Like the one that comes to mind is the the new Pez that came out, which was all about seasonal updates, mm. which is a fucking mess. And it's down the toilet. But moving on, you know, it was a welcome surprise. Me and you have obviously played quite a bit at the moment. Yeah. How are we, you know, we've been building it up on this podcast for a while. <laughs> we've, all, we've, we've alluded to that fact that we thought we were going to love it and now we've played it. We actually love it. And even now doing this podcast, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? I'm like, thinking about whether we can squeeze something <laughs> in at the end. <laughs> okay. So obviously listeners, pod dogs, we'll be giving, um, this is probably the number one place to hear about Halo Infinite. We should just we'll be rename the podcast to it. <laughs> I do have I, time yeah. to play Halo, but nothing else. It's <laughs> <laughs> catchy. <laughs> so the other game, uh, we've actually, you know, it got a release. And to be honest, it was sort of, we, we, me and Jay were ready to play it. And then it sort of got hit a bit by the surprise infant release. And that's the release of Forza 5, which again is another big hitter from Halo. And to be honest, Jay has hit the ground running with his timing of the purchase of his Xbox. because. Forza 5, me and Jay played it the other night, and again, very polished. I think it's starting to get the credit that it deserves as not just any old (laughs) racing game, but like a top racing game that is a big launch game for um, the Series X. What are your opinions? I mean, the intro was great, I thought. I will say I still have some issues with it. So the first thing I you have don't like, an issue you don't with, like you don't like Mexico. I don't, don't like Mexico. Mexico do I don't like. I, I think it's a portrait. <laughs> not in general. Not the, not the country. No, no. But you sort of do, but you sort of are saying you don't like the country. Well, it's just barren because with Forza you can drive anywhere, and sometimes yep. you'll try and drive as the crow flies to your next destination. And when I'm yep. doing that, I'm just driving through desert. There's nothing interesting about it. Whereas at least in the UK. Or anywhere else other than Mexico, you'd be driving through, you know, country lanes and you'd see lakes and things and the Cotswolds and Edinburgh. I just don't feel like there's that distinctiveness to Mexico. It, it, it could be anywhere in South America. 
The other argument to that, I guess, against that is the fact that, I mean, UK is all samey-samey though, right? Like, terrain-wise, terrain-wise. Nah, there were distinct, terrain, terrain there were distinct sections to There's no t- Forza Horizon terrain. 4. But what about the terrain? You, I don't care about the terrain. <laughs> There's, no, but Mexico, you've got the desert, you've got the beach, you've got the jungle, you've got the volcanoes, yeah, you've got all, the mountains. All just like rocks and dust. Boring. <laughs> Okay, and it's not, so, okay, so I'm moving you, on from that. Moving on from my gripes with Mexico. What you like about it? The loading, the loading's a lot. Remember the, the loading, loading bollocks the loading, that I mentioned? Yeah, the loading bollocks has been trimmed. There's still a lot of screens to get through. There's still, but at least I can blaze through them if I'm not interested. So, yeah, so you're saying, much better. So you're saying it's not a choice by the developers. It's just the fact that because the technology is that much faster, we just don't have to put up with it as, as much. Yeah. Still some poor decisions on their behalf, but yeah, in general, much more playable. We enjoyed the brief session that we got when we played. It looks great. It does look great. Yeah, it does look great. And it's actually one of the biggest, it's the biggest launch game yet on the Xbox Series X. Um, in in it's, it's history, like, isn't it? Biggest launch in yeah, history. Yeah, right. It surpassed 10 million players. I mean, part of that is probably just the fact that it's a Game Pass game as well. So you have got people just jumping in. But, you know, it's finally getting the recognition it deserves. And again, that's something me and Jay are going to be playing, I guess, quite a bit in conjunction with Halo going forward. Yeah, UK developer as now, well, UK studio. Right. Quite rare. Talking of studios and gaming publishers, you know, we just talked about the great bits of gaming. And, you know, we're at an age now where there's, there's these great games like Halo and Forza, but there's also a dark underbelly of the gaming industry. Yeah, and that has been brought to <laughs> that has been brought. I feel like we're always talking about these cases, Jay. It feels like oh, every let me single guess, other another sexual e- harassment case. It is. It is every other month. Another game publisher gets ousted. Like you know, there's some um, whistleblower who says it's usually like the the top dog there, the CEO. Just it's a like massive a culture of right. <laughs> it's just a massive. <laughs> you just need to get. In fact, just put them all in jail. All in jail. Yeah. All of them. I don't care. Even if they're innocent. No, I do care if they're innocent. But even <laughs> they, if you did put them all in jail. They can develop the games. They can, they can get them to develop the games in their cell. <laughs> even if you put them all in jail, yeah, I feel like 80% you'd probably be, it'd be justified, even if you didn't have any evidence. But Guilty I'm until talking about... proven innocent. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's David's rule of thumb. So Activision, yeah, the latest company to come into the spotlight for... Ooh. Um, I guess sexual misconduct, harassment. I mean, part of this is is the gaming industry. I feel is is a very male dominated industry. I mean, I've got no stats to back that up, but I just feel like I know yeah. that it is. There's a feeling, isn't there? Yeah, there's a feeling, and this is getting pretty serious. I mean, the whole issue surround it surrounds the CEO, a Bobby Kotick. I'm not even going to apologize if his name's wrong because he's a bastard. Apparently, he was aware of some sexual misconduct and harassment claims. I think, in fact, that he was part of it as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he probably didn't want to, you know, bring it to the top. orchestrated them. <laughs> Someone's complaining. They're like, you know, he says, he's like, I am I aware. Pa- I am aware. <laughs> I am aware. That's all he's saying. What are you going to do about it? I am aware. Yeah, so apparently he he knew a lot about these um, issues that was going on within Activision, and he did nothing about it. Well, he, was, he wouldn't, now, would he? He wouldn't. If- <laughs> <laughs> um. 
You're fired, he's saying to himself in the mirror. In the mirror. In a um, private room. No. <laughs> <laughs> Where no one else can hear. Reinstated, um, he says, as he walks out of the room. Yeah, so Bobby Kotick, yeah, he's been he's been at the, the, the company for quite a bit, few years, and there's been a few cases about women being mistreated, and he sort of brushed it under the rug. And I know the Xbox and PlayStation executives are sort of like having meetings about, I don't know if anything will come with it, if it's just like they're speaking out against it. Like, would they? I mean, Activision are publishers for Call of Duty. I, I didn't realize they were publishers for Sekiro and really? Crash Bandicoot 4. They've got their fingers in many pies. But this happens wise. though, doesn't uh, it? I feel like if, if the smoke gets too much, then the big boys like Xbox and PlayStation, Sony, they have to really shut it down because it looks bad on them. Yeah. Then. It's like a PR disaster. So so they're, at the moment, they're going... Because I, I saw that the Xbox guy, was it Phil Schiller? He was... Yeah, no, Phil, Spencer. Phil, Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer. Phil Schiller is the Apple guy. <laughs> Uh, Phil Spencer. Yeah, okay, Phil Spencer fine. was going. Oh, we're um we're evaluating the relationship with Activision. Basically, he's shitting yeah. his pants, but he doesn't know whether it's going to blow up so much that he has to he has to cut cut off his no, right arm. He's making sure his pants are clean before he says anything, and because you know he doesn't want his pants to go. <laughs> I'm saying no, but <laughs> his pants. But um, do you want to hear some instances of of the culture that? Activision. Yeah, because I'm not um, aware had. of the specific <coughs> accusations that have yeah. been made. So one employee said um, there was one guy who signed off all his emails with 1-800-ALL-COCK. What? And uh, yeah, that was his, his sign-off. And apparently um, they didn't take action um, until they received a complaint about it, which was um, a few months after. He was do- he was doing it for a few months. I mean, surely when you like the first anyone... email that you receive from that, wouldn't you go, "What are you doing? What's this cock about?" Not just, "Oh, yeah, you know, he's t- being silly. He's being silly. Oh, he's just being his usual silly self." He's- <laughs> it sounds a bit of a twat as well. Like, who signs off one eight hundred all cock? He- what in his mind does he think is funny? Does he think I don't know what he's doing? It's but neither funny. How- it's it's not funny at all. No, it's not funny at all. He probably thinks he's part of this lad culture. I don't know. I could see how, you know, well, I can't see because you can't really put yourself in a woman's position how intimidating this sort of bullshit must be on a serious note. Like, it is utter bullshit. Another one that took place, apparently, this man, apparently, this, this, um, one of the lady workers there, Ashley Mark, she recalled um, in a 2017 studio anniversary party. Where one former man, well, he's former now. <laughs> if he was still there, I think. Um, he said he, she said he put his arm around my female coworker, almost like a chokehold, almost like a chokehold. It's not funny. Um, while hugging her and repeatedly saying her name, <laughs> which is just again bizarre behaviour, like. You know, what's he saying? Like, Lisa, Lisa. <laughs> just, just like holding her. I don't know what he hopes her. to get out of that. And this was this was an article in the Wall Street Journal, and they actually contacted the man, and he said he didn't remember the details of the evening because he was too drunk. But he... Um, well, of course, of course yeah, he he's going to say that. But confirmed. Oh, actually, he was, he was put on a two-week paid suspension and then just moved to a different role, which, you know... That's the thing. These CEOs are just letting that that, that stuff slide. I don't know where it's going to end, to be honest. I think this is just going to keep on going on until 
someone makes a statement like PlayStation or Xbox, whether they've got the balls to ban one of the games, the I think Activision there just needs or to say be like a zero tolerance. I think the more this stuff is out in the public, the less this is going to happen. Hopefully, right. You need to wash your dirty laundry in public for it to for people to understand that you can't shit in your pants. You know, right? That's right, my analogy. Right, I agree. You're you're right. The fact that we're talking about it means that more people are shitting their pants and they're not going to do it anymore. All right. So that was the thing. I just want to. I wanted to talk about the GTA trilogy. So Rockstar recently released the um, remaster of the GTA trilogy. And from what I from what I've been seeing, it hasn't been well received. No, a L- lot of complaints of a basically a shoddy remaster. I mean, I saw the graphics and they looked a little bit smoother, but they didn't blow me away. But there's also a lot of bugs in there in the actual game that makes some of the the animations and stuff look funny, and it just seems like a shoddy job, which is something you don't usually. Yeah, but do you know why? Associate- don't you? You know why? Why? I heard they why? farmed out the development to a third party, like the, a studio that no yeah. one's heard of before. I think because it was just so much work and it must they must have thought in their minds, well, look, it's a quite a linear conversion so we can get someone else to do it. Um, so I right, think but that, it, it that amazes was, me. Yeah, go on. Uh, I was going to say, so, so that's the first reason I think it was shoddy because Rockstar themselves didn't actually handle it. And the second reason, I saw uh, that um, uh, Digital Foundry said that they did like a deep dive technical review of it. And they said right. that basically it looks like what's happened is that they've they've actually just taken the mobile ports of the game. So, you know, like it was released on mobile, like GTA 3 was released yep. on mobile, which was obviously more up to date than the PS2 version. So they've said that they've kind of base the code on the mobile port of the games of, of those earlier games and try to rework it from there, which is a terrible place to start. So I think that's, those are two reasons why they've ended up shit. Regardless. I mean, still the rock star are usually, pro, you know, they're, they're, they're revered for their attention Quality to control. detail and right. And I just can't imagine, I mean, you know, this is the, developer that in red dead redemption made sure the horse's bollocks were true to, to life do you know what i mean yeah this isn't a company that usually um mud you know doesn't really look at the details i think they so outsourced it, me it. That, i think they outsourced it and that was a bad decision well they asked they outsourced it to the wrong people obviously yeah and they you know i can't believe you know when they they must have checked it at some point <laughs> you know they didn't say oh it's all good is it yep it's all, it's all good yep. Wait for, Wait for the production code. Wait for release. <laughs> you know, so they must be livid with that port. But you know, is this a slide for Rockstar? I mean, they've they've also had their. Um, I'm not sure if it was sexual misconduct allegations, but definitely a culture of very frat boy, frat boy culture. No, also just the the the, the hours they were supposed to be doing is is mm-hmm. ridiculous. There was yeah. like a really heavy workload, and there was not a lot of, you know. Um, family time yeah right and just like like yeah right so i think uh, what i want to the question that's on my mind now now that we're talking about this grand theft auto game and then just grand theft auto in general and i wanted to get your opinion on it because i think it's something that i'm thinking about and are 
Grand Theft Auto games overrated, Jay? Is Grand Theft Auto, yeah. is it just a lot of, you know, yes and no? Is it, is it a lot of smoke and mirrors? Is the actual game not worthy of the praise? Um, I think they're great. The scale of them is spectacular. And also the, the acting slash comedy and satire is what makes them right. special. Having said that, the last GTA I completed was probably Vice City. I think that was the... No, I didn't even complete that. I thought I might not have completed any of them. I've got pretty far in all of them. Um, For me, they have the same pattern. It has the same pattern. I get... I, I see the the screenshots, the videos. I get excited. I think this is going to be amazing. I purchased the game. It's like a Far Cry pattern, play, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it is. Far Cry Syndrome. I, I think it's going to be great. I play the first few missions. I go around. I think this is the best game ever. And then... I, I find it, I guess they they would say that the missions aren't repetitive. No, that's what they're revered for, though, isn't it? Is the, the variance yeah. of the missions. Oh, I did complete GTA 4. That was the last one I completed. That was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the um, New York one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that the, was great. It was great. But is it overrated, Jay? Like, do you think the praise, like a 10 out of 10 game, is GTA 4 a 10 out of 10 game? I do think it is I, overrated. <laughs> I do, I do think, now, now, now you're putting words in my mouth. I think, yeah, I no, think it is overrated. Honestly, if you, think, if you think it's where it should be, then that's fine. I just think in my mind, I I've think never... It's, it's not I where it think, should be. <laughs> I think I judge games as well. Did I enjoy it as much as I... Like, I thought I would enjoy it more than I actually did, a lot of these GTA games. I think and... there is, there, there is um, a lack of progression in them. So, obviously, you get more weapons and blah, blah, blah. But your character, you never get extra moves or anything, do you? Like, no. like, like I think that's maybe why it doesn't keep me so interested. Because there's no real sense of progression. And maybe we're just at an age where we like our game streamlined as well. Like, there's so much choice sometimes in GTA. It can be a bit overwhelming about, you know, what do I do next sort of thing. Um, you know, the de- they always they always pride themselves on the details, which is great. But am I enjoying it all the time? I don't know anymore. Uh, I, like- I, th- I think, I'll be honest, I think the main issue is, is the fact that they haven't kept it up to date. I mean, the last one was eight years ago, which yeah, is 2013. Which I and I, Yeah, I didn't complete that. And they've just milked all the content for that for the last eight years, which is fine in a way, but I, I, games don't age very well, do they? No, that's true. that's true. I know that they're, they're trying to. <laughs> I guess it remains to be seen what they do with the next GTA. Where would you like it to be? Just out of interest, Jay. Not Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I think like Tokyo or London would be cool. I can think of a huge city that's interesting and like Mexico. Uh, we're going to get a lot of Mexican pod dogs tweeting. There are no Mexican. Do, I can guarantee I, I like the... there are no Mexican pod dogs. If, if you are a Mexican <laughs> pod dog, please tweet us. Yeah, even if it's just abuse, we'll take it. You know, we'll take it. Jay, Jay, Jay's always good for a bit of engagement. Yeah. Um, so that, that brings me to the end of this week's show. Um, like I said, there's been a lot of ups and downs with the gaming industry in the past month. Um, and we're here to discuss it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, and t- until next time, oh, Jay, I always do the pretend I forgot uh, routine. Yeah. Oh, Jay. Oh, I forgot. Um, how should listeners, pod dogs, get in touch with us if they should wish to do so? Pod dogs can tweet us at IDH. <laughs> no, we-, we changed it. 
We've changed it, haven't we? We it's did. Not... We oh, did. Fuck. Oh, but no, it will redirect. It will redirect. <laughs> oh, it was IDX. We were now IDX because, like, the X. IDX X-Men. cooler. IDX TTGA. You can tweet us at IDX TTGA, or you can uh, write us a review on uh, iTunes or Google, whatever. Tell a friend. Say I listen to these guys. They're a laugh. And it's not a conventional gaming podcast where they just review bollocks. It's, um, you know, it's got a good vibe to it. Five star. Yeah. Five star. Excellent. Do it. Do it now. And that brings us, that's the end of the show. That is the end of the show. Um, so that's bye from me, David Fendelsky, and... And it's a woof woof from me, Jay. <laughs> okay, see you later, pod dogs. Woof woof. Bye bye.